The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. This is the day the Lord has made, so get out of bed and let's pray. Okay, that isn't really the way it goes, but it still holds true. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Thursday, August 12, 2021, Thursday of the 19th week in Ordinary Time. In the Missal, it's Liturgical Year B, Cycle 1. Thursday is a day to pray the Luminous Mysteries of the Rosary. And today is the optional memorial of St. Jane Francis de Chantal. Born in 1572, at the age of 21, she married Baron de Chantal, by whom she had six children, three of whom died in infancy. At her castle, she restored the custom of daily mass, and she was seriously engaged in various charitable works. Jane's husband was killed after seven years of marriage. When she was 32, Jane met Francis de Sales. He became her spiritual director. She wanted to become a nun, but he persuaded her to defer this decision. She took a vow to remain unmarried and to obey her director. After three years, Francis told Jane of his plan to found an institute of women that would be a haven for those whose health, age, or other considerations barred them from entering the already established communities. They were to exemplify the virtues of Mary at the visitation, humility and meekness, thus their name, visitation nuns. The congregation, consisting of three women, began when Jane Francis was 45. Jane Francis de Chantal died while on a visitation of convents of the community in 1641. St. Jane Francis de Chantal, pray for us. Let's offer this day to the Lord. My God, I adore you and I love you with all my heart. I thank you for having created me, made me a Christian, and preserved me this night. I offer you the actions of this day. Grant that all of them may be in accordance with your holy will and for your greater glory. Protect me from sin and from all evil. Let your grace be always with me and with all my dear ones. Amen. And along with Pope Francis, we pray for the Church that she may receive from the Holy Spirit the grace and strength to reform herself in the light of the Gospel. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's Ten Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask your pardon for my sins and the grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Immaculate Mother, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my guardian angel, intercede for me. On April 6, 1994, a plane carrying the president of Rwanda, Juvenal Habyarimana, was shot down just before it was due to land in Kigali, the capital of Rwanda, a small country in the eastern part of Africa. At 6 a.m. Wednesday, April the 7th, 1994, a young woman was woken up by her brother. Both were college or university students home for Easter. He told her that the president was dead. Immaculili Bagiza jumped out of bed saying, Oh my God, they're going to kill us. 
Lord Jesus Christ, I thank you for this opportunity to spend time with you in this dialogue, a dialogue of love, a dialogue of friends. And I want to thank you for the gift of life and the gift of just spending this time with you in prayer. And in light of today's gospel, I could only think about the story of this Rwandan genocide. And especially thinking about today's theme as we see it so clearly in the gospel, where you speak about forgiveness. Matthew tells us how Peter went up to you and he said, Lord, how often must I forgive my brother if he wrongs me? As often as seven times? And you answered, not seven, I tell you, but seventy-seven times. Jesus, you go on to explain this point by using a parable, as you often did. It is inevitable that there will be offenses to be forgiven. Why? Because there will be offenses committed. And I know this, Lord, because I have offended others. And I understand them when they offend me because they are as human as I am. And therefore, Jesus, every time I pray they are our Father, it makes perfect sense to me when I say that forgivers are trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. But then, Lord, I also find it so hard to forgive at times, and especially when I am offended in a grave way. And this is what led me to think about the Rwandan genocide, and in particular the story of Immaculée Le Bagiza, as she tells it so well in her book, Left to Tell. Immaculée's family was very close-knit. In the Easter of 1994, the whole family was home, except Aimable, the brother of Immaculée, who was studying in Senegal at the time. But the rest were home, Immaculée's mom and dad, as well as the two other brothers, Vianney and Damasen. Soon after the assassination of the president, genocidal violence erupted that pitted one tribe against the other. Immaculee's father told her that he could no longer protect her and asked her to go with him to a neighbor's house. The neighbor's house belonged to a Protestant pastor who was from the opposite tribe. Pastor Morinzi, the name of the man who took her in, asked Immaculee to hide in the bathroom. The bathroom measured three by four feet and was to be her home together with seven other women for the next 91 days. The youngest was a seven-year-old girl who they had to hold in their laps. Pastor Morinzi couldn't afford letting anyone know about their presence, not even his own family. From their hiding place in the bathroom, the women could get a clear picture of what was taking place in the country. Through radios that had been placed outside their window by the pastor, they could tell that the violence was spreading fast. People were incited through radio to turn against the members of the other tribe and kill them. Messages like, a child of a snake is a snake, or a child of a cockroach is a cockroach. Messages that were meant to dehumanize the other. And Jesus, I can't help but think that this is the same thing that happens when it comes to something like abortion. There's a lot of dehumanizing expressions like a clump of cells or simply an extension of one's body. In a space of three months, almost a million souls had been lost through genocide. In those three months, Immaculee had to contend with big questions 
questions of good and evil, questions of suffering, questions of why God will permit such suffering. At the same time, Lord, she took refuge in prayer. She prayed to Our Lady using the rosary her father gave her. At one point, while they were still hiding, a search party of killers arrived at the house and they started looking for anyone who belonged to the opposite tribe in order to kill them. And it was at this point that Immaculate prayed desperately to you, O Lord, asking for protection. And as she says, from her birthroom, you heard her prayer because of the almost 100 people in that search party, none was able to find them. By the time they emerged from the bathroom, they were all skin and bones, and they had to come to terms with the grimmest of realities. Immaculate had to face the fact that his whole family had been wiped out. They had been killed by people that she knew, with the exception of the brother who was in Senegal. And so Jesus, how am I, or how are we supposed to forgive the unforgivable? Luckily, Jesus, this is what Immaculate asked you, and she gives the answer that was the fruit of her prayer and her wrestling with this question. She puts in writing her prayer, and I quote, Why do you expect the impossible from me? I ask God. How can I forgive people who are trying to kill me, people who may have already slaughtered my family and friends? It isn't logical for me to forgive these killers. Let me pray for their victims instead, for those who have been raped and murdered and mutilated. Let me pray for the orphans and widows. Let me pray for justice. God, I will ask you to punish those wicked men, but I cannot forgive them. I just can't. End of quote. At the same time, Jesus, she was open to listening to you. And so she did go on praying asking, and I quote, Please open my heart, Lord, and show me how to forgive. I am not strong enough to squash my hatred. They've wronged us all so much. My hatred is so heavy that it could crush me. Touch my heart, Lord, and show me how to forgive. End of quote. One night, Immaculate heard screaming not far from the house where they were hiding, and the sound of a baby crying. She realized that the mother and the child had been killed. And she thought to herself, how can I forgive people who do such a thing to an infant? And in her heart she heard God's answer. You are all my children, and the baby is with me now. She writes, and I quote, In God's eyes, the killers were part of his family, deserving of love and forgiveness. I knew that I couldn't ask God to love me if I were unwilling to love his children. At that moment, I prayed for the killers, for their sins to be forgiven. I prayed that God will lead them to recognize the horrific error of their ways before their life on earth ended, before they were called to account for their mortal sins. I held on to my father's rosary and asked God to help me. And again, I heard his voice, forgive them. They know not what they do. End of quote. And therefore, Jesus, may this lesson of forgiveness sink into my very being, to my very heart. And going back to the gospel of today, after you told that parable of the master with his servants, 
you said, and in his anger the master handed him over to the torturers till he should pay all his debt. And that is how my heavenly Father will deal with you unless you each forgive your brother from your heart. And now I turn to you, my blessed mother, asking you to intercede for me so that I may always have this forgiving heart, no matter how big or how small the offense. And that way, I can truly say those words of the Our Father, forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. I thank you, my God, for the good resolutions, affections and inspirations which you have communicated to me in this meditation. I ask your help to put them into practice. My Immaculate Mother, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my guardian angel, intercede for me. More of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. 16 past the hour, we'll pray in just a minute. This is Daybreak. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app for Thursday of the 19th week in Ordinary Time, August 12, 2021. Let's pray with the whole church now. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips. And my mouth will proclaim your praise. Come, let us worship the Lord. The Lord is our God. Come, let us worship the Lord. The Lord is our God. O God, be gracious and bless us, and let your face shed its light upon us, so will your ways be known upon earth, and all nations learn your saving help. Come, let us worship the Lord, the Lord is our God. Let the peoples praise you, O God. Let all the peoples praise you. Come, let us worship the Lord, the Lord is our God. Let the nations be glad and exult, for you rule the world with justice. With fairness you rule the peoples, you guide the nations on earth. Come, let us worship the Lord, the Lord is our God. Let the peoples praise you, O God. Let all the peoples praise you. Come, let us worship the Lord, the Lord is our God. The earth has yielded its fruit. For God, our God, has blessed us. May God still give us his blessing till the ends of the earth revere him. Come, let us worship the Lord. The Lord is our God. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Come, let us worship the Lord, the Lord is our God.
Look on us, Lord, and see how we are despised. Look Look on us, Lord, and and see how we are despised. And yet you, Lord, have rejected and spurned and are angry with the one you have anointed. You have broken your covenant with your servant and dishonored his crown in the dust. You have broken down all his walls and reduced his fortresses to ruins. He is despoiled by all who pass by. He has become the taunt of his neighbors. You have exalted the right hand of his foes. You have made all his enemies rejoice. You have made his sword give way. You have not upheld him in battle. You have brought his glory to an end. You have hurled his throne to the ground. You have cut short the years of his youth. You have heaped disgrace upon him. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Amen. Look Look on us, Lord, and and see how we are despised. I am the root and stock of David. I am the morning star. I am the root and stock of David. I am the morning star. How long, O Lord, will you hide yourself forever? How long will your anger burn like a fire? Remember, Lord, the shortness of my life and how frail you have made the sons of men. What man can live and never see death? Who can save himself from the grasp of the grave? Where are your mercies of the past, O Lord, which you have sworn in your faithfulness to David? Remember, Lord, how your servant is taunted, how I have to bear all the insults of the peoples. Thus your enemies taunt me, O Lord, mocking your anointed at every step. Blessed be the Lord forever. Amen. Amen. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is is now, now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. Lord, God of mercy and fidelity, you made a new and lasting pact with men and sealed it in the blood of your Son. Forgive the folly of our disloyalty and make us keep your commandments so that in your new covenant we may be witness and herald of your faithfulness and love on earth and sharers of your glory in heaven. I am the root and stock of David. I am the morning star. Our years wither away like grass, but you, Lord God, are eternal. Our years wither away like grass, but you, Lord God, are eternal. O Lord, you have been our refuge from one generation to the next. Before the mountains were born, or the earth or the world brought forth, you are God, without beginning or end. You turn men back into dust and say, Go back, sons of men. 
to your eyes a thousand years are like yesterday, come and gone, no more than a watch in the night. You sweep men away like a dream, like grass which springs up in the morning. In the morning it springs up in flowers, by evening it withers and fades. So we are destroyed in your anger, struck with terror in your fury. Our guilt lies open before you, our secrets in the light of your face. All our days pass away in your anger. Our life is over like a sigh. Our span is seventy years or eighty for those who are strong. And most of these are emptiness and pain. They pass swiftly and we are gone. Who understands the power of your anger and fears the strength of your fury? Make us know the shortness of our life that we may gain wisdom of heart. Lord, relent. Is your anger forever? Show pity to your servants. In the morning, fill us with your love. We shall exult and rejoice all our days. Give us joy to balance our affliction for the years when we knew misfortune. Show forth your work to your servants. Let your glory shine on their children. Let the favor of the Lord be upon us. Give success to the work of our hands. Give success to the work of our hands. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Let us pray. Eternal Father, you give us life despite our guilt, and even add days and years to our lives in order to bring us wisdom. Make us love and obey you, so that the works of our hands may always display what your hands have done until the day we gaze upon the beauty of your face. Our years wither away like grass, but you, Lord God, are eternal. In you is the source of life. In your light we see light itself. A reading from the book of the prophet Micah. Thus says the Lord, Now fence yourself in, thought Gator. They have laid siege against us. With the rod they strike on the cheek, the ruler of Israel. But you, Bethlehem Ephrathah, too small to be among the clans of Judah, from you shall come forth for me one who is to be ruler in Israel, whose origin is from old, from ancient times. Therefore the Lord will give them up until the time when she who is to give birth has born, and the rest of his brethren shall return to the children of Israel. He shall stand firm and shepherd his flock by the strength of the Lord, in the majestic name of the Lord his God. And they shall remain, for now his greatness shall reach to the ends of the earth. 
ye shall be peace. If Assyria invades our country and treads upon our land, we shall raise against it seven shepherds, eight men of royal rank, and they shall tend the land of Assyria with the sword and the land of Nimrod with the drawn sword. And we shall be delivered from Assyria if it invades our land and treads upon our borders. The remnant of Jacob shall be in the midst of many peoples, like dew coming from the Lord, like raindrops on the grass which wait for no man, nor tarry for the sons of men. And the remnant of Jacob shall be among the nations, in the midst of many peoples, like a lion among beasts of the forest, like a young lion among the flocks of sheep. When it passes through, it tramples and tears, and there is none to deliver. Bethlehem, city of God Most High, from you will come forth a ruler for Israel, one whose origin will go back to the distant past, to ancient times. His greatness will reach to the ends of the earth. And, and he, he will, will be our peace. peace. He will proclaim peace to the nations. His dominion will extend from sea to sea. And, and he, he will, will be our peace. A reading from a treatise on Christian perfection by St. Gregory of Nyssa, Bishop. He is our peace, for he has made both one. Since we think of Christ as our peace, we may call ourselves true Christians only if our lives express Christ by our own peace. As the Apostle says, He has put enmity to death. We must never allow it to be rekindled in us in any way, but must declare that it is absolutely dead. Gloriously has God slain enmity in order to save us. May we never risk the life of our souls by being resentful or by bearing grudges. We must not awaken that enmity or call it back to life by our wickedness, for it is better left dead. No, since we possess Christ who is peace, we must put an end to this enmity and live as we believe he lived. He broke down the separating wall uniting what was divided, bringing about peace by reconciling in his single person those who disagreed. In the same way, we must be reconciled not only with those who attack us from outside, but also with those who stir up dissension within. Flesh, then, will no longer be opposed to the Spirit, nor the Spirit to the flesh. Once we subject the wisdom of the flesh to God's law, we shall be recreated as one single man at peace. Then, having become one instead of two, we shall have peace within ourselves. Now peace is defined as harmony among those who are divided. When, therefore, we end that civil war within our nature and cultivate peace within ourselves, we become peace. By this peace we demonstrate that the name of Christ, which we bear, is authentic and appropriate. When we consider that Christ is the true light, having nothing in common with deceit, we learn that our own life also must shine 
with the rays of that true light. Now these rays of the Son of Justice are the virtues, which pour out to enlighten us, so that we may put away the works of darkness and walk honorably as in broad daylight. When we reject the deeds of darkness and do everything in the light of day, we become light, and as light should, we give light to others by our actions. If we truly think of Christ as our source of holiness, we shall refrain from anything wicked or impure in thought or act, and thus show ourselves to be worthy bearers of his name. For the quality of holiness is shown not by what we say, but by what we do in life. The dawn from on high shall break upon us. To To guide guide our feet into the way of peace. To shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death. To guide our feet into the way of peace. Almighty and ever-living God, your Spirit made us your children, confident to call you Father. Increase your Spirit within us and bring us to our promised inheritance. Grant this through the Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. 23 minutes before the hour, we'll check out today's gospel along with In Conversation with God and Morning Prayer in just a few minutes. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Thursday of the 19th week in Ordinary Time, August 12, 2021. I'm Paul Sadek. Today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, is about forgiveness. It's from the 18th chapter of the Gospel of Matthew. Then Peter came up and said to him, Lord, how often shall my brother sin against me and I forgive him? As many as seven times? I do not say to you seven times, but seventy times seven. Therefore, the kingdom of heaven may be compared to a king who wished to settle accounts with his servants. When he began the reckoning, one was brought to him who owed him ten thousand talents. And as he could not pay, his lord ordered him to be sold with his wife and children and all that he had and payment to be made. So the servant fell on his knees imploring him, Lord, have patience with me and I will pay you everything. Out of pity for him, the Lord of that servant released him and forgave him the debt. But that same servant, as he went out, came upon one of his fellow servants who owed him a hundred denarii. And seizing him by the throat, he said, Pay what you owe. So his fellow servant fell down and besought him. Have patience with me, and I will pay you. He refused and went and put him in prison till he should pay the debt. When his fellow servants saw what had taken place, they were greatly distressed, and they went and reported to their Lord all that had taken place. Then his Lord summoned him and said to him, You wicked servant! 
I forgave you all that debt because you besought me. And should not you have had mercy on your fellow servant as I had mercy on you? In anger, his Lord delivered him to the jailers till he should pay all his debt. So also, my heavenly Father will do to every one of you if you do not forgive your brother from your heart. Now when Jesus had finished these sayings, he went away from Galilee and entered the region of Judea beyond the Jordan. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group, you'll find all of the daily Mass readings on the relevant radio app. Well, let's face it, we are just as in debt and just as broke as that servant. Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 4, Ordinary Time. We read in today's Gospel, Therefore the kingdom of heaven may be compared to a king who wished to settle accounts with his servants. When this king began his reckoning, one was brought to him who owed him 10,000 talents, an immense sum that could not possibly be paid back. This first debtor symbolizes our own situation. We owe God so much that we can never hope to pay the debt. We owe him the gift of our creation. He preferred to create us as we are rather than in another way. He created our bodies with the help of our parents but he created our immortal souls as well as our bodies in a direct, unrepeatable act. He made our bodies and souls to be eternally happy in heaven. We find ourselves in the world by his express desire. We owe God our conservation in existence, since without him everything would return to nothing. He has given us the energies and qualities of our body and spirit, our health, our life, and all the goods we possess. Over and above this natural order, we are in his debt for his supernatural benefits, such as the incarnation of his Son, the redemption, our divine filiation, our being called to participate in the divine life here on earth and later in heaven with the glorification of body and soul. We are indebted to God for the immense gift of being sons and daughters of the Church, in which we have the blessing of receiving the sacraments, especially the Holy Eucharist. In the Church, we share through the communion of saints in the good works of the other members of the faithful. At any moment, we are receiving graces through those other members, those who are at prayer or who are offering up their work or their sufferings. We are also continually receiving benefits from the saints in heaven, from the holy souls in purgatory, and from the angels. All of these graces reach us through the intercession of Mary, our Mother. Their source lies in the infinite merits of Christ, our Head, our Redeemer, and Mediator. These helps are bestowed on us daily, keeping us from sin, lighting up our souls, moving us to fulfill our duties, to do the good that is possible in every moment, to be silent when others complain, to go to the defense or the assistance of the most needy. We owe God for the grace that is always necessary for any good works, to be true to our resolutions, to deepen our desires to follow Jesus Christ, and to make progress in the acquisition of the virtues. In a very special way, we are indebted to God for the wonderful grace of our vocation, from which we have drawn so many other graces and helps. Truly, 
We are insolvent debtors who have not the wherewithal to pay our debt. We can only adopt the attitude of the bankrupt servant in the parable. So the servant fell on his knees, imploring him, Lord, have patience with me, and I will pay you everything. Since we are his sons, we can petition him with an unlimited confidence. Fathers do not remember the loans they have made out of love to their little children. Draw strength from your divine filiation. God is a father, your father, full of warmth and infinite love. Call him father frequently and tell him when you are alone that you love him, that you love him very much, and that you feel proud and strong because you are his son. Our older brother, Jesus Christ, will more than pay in full for all of us. In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers, and you'll find it at your local Catholic bookstore. Thirteen minutes before the hour, time to pray. We join the whole church. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. Glorious things are said of you, O city of God. Glorious things are said of you, O city of God. On the holy mountain is his city, cherished by the Lord. The Lord prefers the gates of Zion to all Jacob's dwellings. Of you are told glorious things, O city of God. Babylon and Egypt I will count among those who know me. Philistia, Tyre, Ethiopia, these will be her children, and Zion shall be called Mother, for all shall be her children. It is he the Lord Most High, who gives each his place. In the register of peoples he writes, These are her children. And while they dance they will sing, and you all find their home. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Amen. Let us pray. Lord God, your only Son wept over ancient Jerusalem, soon to be destroyed for its lack of faith. He established the new Jerusalem firmly upon rock and made it the mother of the faithful. Make us rejoice in your church and grant that all people may be reborn into the freedom of your Spirit. Glorious things are said of you, O city of God. The Lord, the mighty conqueror, will come. He will bring with him the prize of victory. The Lord, the the mighty conqueror, will come. He will bring with him the prize of victory. Here comes with power the Lord God, who rules by his strong arm. Here is his reward with him, his recompense before him. Like a shepherd, he feeds his flock. In his arms, he gathers the lambs, carrying them in his bosom and leading the ewes with care. 
who has cupped in his hand the waters of the sea and marked off the heavens with a span, who has held in a measure the dust of the earth, weighed the mountains in scales and the hills in a balance, who has directed the spirit of the Lord or has instructed him as his counselor, whom did he consult to gain knowledge, who taught him the path of judgment or showed him the way of understanding. Behold, the nations count as a drop of the bucket as rust on the scales. The coastlands weigh no more than powder. Lebanon would not suffice for fuel, nor its animals be enough for holocausts. Before him, all the nations are as naught, as nothing, and void he accounts them. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is is now, now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. The Lord, a mighty conqueror, will come. He will bring with him the prize of victory. Give praise to the Lord our God. Bow down before his holy mountain. Give praise to the Lord our God. Bow down before his holy mountain. The Lord is king. The peoples tremble. He is throned on the cherubim. The earth quakes. The Lord is great in Zion. He is supreme over all the peoples. Let them praise his name, so terrible and great. He is holy, full of power. You are a king who loves what is right. You have established equity, justice, and right. You have established them in Jacob. Exalt the Lord our God. Bow down before Zion his footstool. He the Lord is holy. Among the priests were Aaron and Moses. Among those who invoked his name was Samuel. They invoked the Lord and he answered. To them he spoke in the pillar of cloud. They did his will. They kept the law which he, the Lord, had given. O Lord, our God, you answered them. For them you were a God who forgives, yet you punished all their offenses. Exalt the Lord our God. Bow down before his holy mountain, for the Lord our God is holy. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is is now, now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. Amen. Let us pray. God, you are the source of all holiness. Though no one can see you and live, you give life most generously and in an even greater way restore it. Sanctify your priests through your life-giving word and consecrate your people in his blood until our eyes see your face. Give Give praise to the Lord our God. Bow down before his holy mountain.
A reading from 1 Peter. As generous distributors of God's manifold grace, put your gifts at the service of one another, each in the measure he has received. The one who speaks is to deliver God's message. The one who serves is to do it with the strength provided by God. Thus, in all of you, God is to be glorified through Jesus Christ. The Word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be be to God. God. From the depths of my heart I cry to you, hear me, O Lord. From From the the depths depths of my heart heart I cry cry to you, hear me, me, O Lord. I will do what you desire. Hear me, O Lord. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. From From the the depths depths of my heart I cry to you, hear me, O Lord. Let us serve the Lord in holiness, and he will save us from our enemies. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Let us serve the Lord in holiness, and he will save us from our enemies. Let us joyfully cry out in thanks to God the Father, whose love guides and nourishes his people. May you be glorified, Lord, for all ages. May May you be be glorified, Lord, for all ages. Most merciful Father, we praise you for your love. For you wondrously created us, and even more wondrously restored us to grace. May you be glorified, Lord, for all ages. At the beginning of this day, fill our hearts with zeal for serving you, so that our thoughts and actions may redound to your glory. May May you be glorified, Lord, for all ages. Purify our hearts of every evil desire. Make us intent on doing your will. May you be glorified, Lord, for all ages. Open our hearts to the needs of all men. 
fill us with brotherly love. May you be glorified, Lord, for all ages. Gathering our prayers and praises into one, let us offer the prayer Christ himself taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. All-powerful and ever-living God, shine with the light of your radiance on a people who live in the shadow of death. Let the dawn from on high break upon us, your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit. God, forever and ever. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. Hey, Thursday is just waiting for you to make it holy, so get up off your knees and get busy. And keep praying. Morning Air is next. I'm Paul Sadek. Let's do this again tomorrow morning at 4 a.m. Central or on the app. Go out now, make it a great day, and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio. Relevant Radio.